What's up, everybody? This is Benny's with Benny coming to you from the Ring of Fire, the also evergreen state, home to Bigfoot rain and great wine, Washington. I hope you folks have been well here. It's been a hectic past few days and weeks coming up to the holiday season, both with work, family, and everybody coming into town and whatnot. But uh, certainly looking forward to it, as that song does say. It is the most wonderful time of the year, so we're looking forward to some great gift exchanges, some great food, and you know, the occasional uh, red wine, I guess. <laughs> I hope you folks are uh, gearing up for this holiday season. I want to wish you a happy holidays and thank you again for tuning into my weekly podcast episode. I'm happy to be releasing them on the day I said I'd be when I first started back on Saturdays. It has been very hectic, like I said uh, earlier, but we won't really focus in on that, keeping that positivity going, especially with this holiday season and that holiday cheer. So uh, let's get started. Uh, first things first, I want to let you know that this week's topic will be covered in two episodes, primarily because it is something to chew on and something that I hope you folks will give a shot. Um, you know, and, and I guess I can't say take home because I don't know if you're listening to this in your car or whatnot, but if you're not at home, take it home with you and think about it. Uh, um, essentially, we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. I wanted to split it up into two uh, two episodes primarily because I wanted to focus on how exactly to identify what resolutions you should be focusing on, whether it's for yourself or somebody else, whatever it may be. And then next week's episode will be more so of the uh, how to hold up to your resolutions and how to stick to them and how to kind of keep them going, uh, whether it's one or multiple or whatever it may be. I just kind of want to give you folks a, a bulleted list of things that can help carry you throughout the year. And, and I myself am actually going to be having a have quite a few in mind already that I will share with you next week. So tune in next week with me if you want to hear what some of my New Year's resolutions are. Um, but first things first, I did want to cover something very, very interesting. When I was, uh, you know, getting ready to, to talk about this here on the podcast, because, you know, I'm trying to make a difference for your folks' lives and then, you know, help make a more positive experience for everybody. But some staggering facts about resolutions that I, that I came across when looking, especially, uh, you know, here in the United States. 40 to 45% of adults in the United States of America make resolutions each year. That's a great number. First off, good job, everybody. That, that kind of, you know, when 50% of your population essentially is self-reflecting and taking time to make decisions to, you know, hopefully get them to a better place, great job. Now comes the dagger. By the second week of January, 25% of those people abandon their resolutions, which is mind-blowing, folks. A quarter of the people that have a resolution abandon it by the second week of January. Now, I'm not going to say that's commitment issues, but hopefully when you guys tune in next week to hear kind of uh, how to hanker down on these things, uh, you get some tips and tricks that uh, that help push you past that second week. <laughs> Because um, it is, it is mind blowing, you know, a quarter of the people stopping to do what they said they take a year not doing, or maybe a year to do, uh, you know, if it's more working out saying they're going to be working out for this coming year and they only work out for two weeks and call it quits. Uh, and we'll touch on that stuff more so next episode. Um, but I, I did also want to go ahead and, and, and define what a resolution is because my brother, he's at the age of 18 where, you know, he's just starting to, he just got his first job. He's in college and he's trying to figure life out for himself. And you know, when, when I, I told him kind of what my news resolutions were, he's like, how exactly did you come up with that? And I just wanted to let you know that the Oxford Dictionary defines a resolution as a firm decision to do or not to do something. So essentially, we have 40 to 45% of adults in America 
making a firm decision to do or not to do something. And then 25% of those adults going back on that decision to do or not to do something. <laughs> um, we got to increase those odds, folks. All of my listeners out there, I appreciate you tuning in again. Uh, we got to make that number. We got to make that number a lot better, a lot, lot better. Uh, you know, hopefully we make that 25% number a lot smaller by the second week of January. And I'm curious when I, uh, when I post this on my Instagram page, please go ahead and let me know what your resolutions are, what you're thinking about and kind of what you do yourself to, to keep on track of them. And I'll be sure to share them here uh, when I record my next episode. So kind of getting down to the meat meeting, uh, meaty part, I guess, of my episode, excuse me. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and, and start with the first question that I always ask myself when I'm making these, uh, these resolutions or these promises uh, because essentially it is a promise to yourself or to whoever you're making that resolution for. Um, and, and that is actually the first question. Who are you doing this for? Is this something you're doing to better yourself? Is this something you're doing for a friend because they asked you about it or were concerned about it? Is this something for your significant other, your fiance, your wife, your husband, your whatever? Uh, you know, even your dog, if you have a dog and you want to go on more walks and exercise more, is it for them? Um, uh, it's really important to find that answer. Figure out who you're doing this for. Because when you find out who you're making these decisions for and these changes for on a, on a first, you know, a daily basis and then eventually a yearly basis because you're hopefully going to stick through it for the entire year, um, it can really help force that commitment. You know, force that, that, that tie with the resolution to make sure that you're not falling back on it and not becoming, you know, not becoming part of that 25%. So that ultimately you're standing behind what you said you were going to do, uh, whether it's for yourself or, you know, for somebody else, whatever it may be. Um, and then after you figure out kind of who who you want to make these changes for, figure out what exactly you want to change. And I know that's kind of an uh, it's kind of a, a weird statement. You first want to think about who you're making these changes for and then what you're changing. But essentially you know, a lot of people, I always hear people tell me, oh, my New Year's resolution is to lose weight. My New Year's resolution is to be a better person. What does that mean? You know, are you making this tangible? Like, what does it mean to be a better person for you? You know, what exactly do you want to accomplish with that? That's that's what I'm getting at. You want to figure out what exactly do you want to do with this resolution? And I'm not saying just, oh, I want to lose weight. How much weight? Are you trying to get shredded or are you just trying to fit into a size 32 pair of jeans? If you're a dude, uh, you know, I'm a guy, I don't know lady sizes that well, but, um, you know, it's, it's something that's really important to figure out what exactly you're gunning for, because if you don't, and you set yourself up for this kind of idea of, Oh, I'm going to lose weight or I want to be a better person or I want to save more money or, you know, I want to smoke less. I want to drink less, whatever it may be. What does that mean? What are you trying to accomplish with that? It's really important to figure out what you are trying to do so you know what you want to do. And then once you have what you want to do, you'll be set to pursue that resolution. You know, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be set to, to stay on top of it as much as you can. And like I said, next week I'll be, I'll be dropping a lot of steps and kind of things that I, I do myself to make sure that I stay on top of my resolutions and, and you know, keep things going as, as best as I can. Um, and I guess at the end of this episode, I can share some of my, my New Year's resolutions for this year, um, you know, that I had and I'm, I'm completing, uh, you know, and, and we'll touch base on those. And uh, like I said, next week, I'll, I'll let you know kind of what my, my 2020 New Year's resolutions will be and what I plan to do to stay on top of those and what you can do, uh, you know, for yourself to do that. So after you figure out who you're doing this for, 
what exactly you're trying to accomplish, you want to ask yourself, when can you start and how often you're acting on this resolution? Those essentially are one and the same questions because, like I said, if you want to be a better person, you have to figure out why, you have to figure out what does that mean, and when can you start being a better person? Are you somebody who has road rage issues, so every time somebody cuts you off, you're on that horn and you're like, eh, eh, eh. Or are you somebody who is just never going to hold the door open for somebody else? Or, you know, never let, you know, stand up so somebody else can sit down in, in a place where there's not enough chairs for everybody else or something like that. You know, when can you start making these decisions and these these changes in life to help get to where you want in your resolution? Because it'll, it'll help you form formulate what exactly it is that you're trying to accomplish when you know, hey, I can do this on a daily basis or this is only on a weekly basis. Uh, you know, if you're, for instance, if your New Year's resolution is to work out more, you know, are you working out two days a week? Or are you working out three days a week, four days a week, five days a week, seven days a week? Uh, you know, you know. How many days a week are you are, are you going to be committed to that resolution? Because it is important to realize, you know, this is a, like I said, it's a decision that you're, you're making to, you know, to do or not to do something, uh, you, you know, and you want to make sure that you're, you're, you're aware of how frequently you will need to change your old habits and kind of your, your, your mentality to be able to accomplish that. So it's really important to find that kind of a start date for when exactly you can get things going and when exactly you can get on top of these things. Um, because it'll help you set set a timeline for yourself, you know, when you can start breaking these old habits and introducing new ones. And, you know, we're habitual creatures and, you know, we act best on habits when we create them. They're really hard to forget. So, you know, the sooner you can start, the better. Uh, then uh, another question here that you definitely want to ask yourself after you figure out who you're doing it for, what exactly do you want to gain from it? When can when you can start it and how often are you acting on it? Is this something realistic? Like, is this resolution something realistic? Is this something you can do in a year? You know, are, are you trying to measure your, your, your growth, your change? Or is this something you're just setting yourself up for failure for because you're like, I want my life to be this way. And it is a good thing, even if it is a life decision. You know, if you want to work out more, starting small will help you long term make it a habit. Make it something that is a part of your daily routine, monthly routine, whatever, yearly routine. I don't know. You know, but it, it's it's just a good idea to make sure that you can measure this within one year. It is something that you want to you want to focus on so that you can help measure kind of what you're growing, what you're changing, what you're you know, what you're getting at, what exactly you're trying to accomplish, because without growth, it's really hard to stay motivated, you know, without measuring kind of where you're going. It's, it's hard to stay on top of things that feel good because you'll just keep making changes and doing things you know, for the heck of it, instead of being able to be like, Hey, you know what, for instance, if your resolution is to lose weight this week, I lost, you know, or, or this month I lost five pounds. I, I feel good about this. I'm, I'm moving somewhere. Um, so you really want to ask yourself, is this something realistic? You know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, uh, you know, this year I want to be a millionaire. That's my resolution. That's unrealistic. I'm setting myself up for failure. There's no way I could become a millionaire. I mean, I don't, I don't play the lottery that often. I don't think I'll, uh, I'll uh, get that big of a raise at work if you know, or, or, or whatever, uh, you know, that would help get me there. I, I don't see something in my life that can, that can happen within a year that will help get me there. Um, you know, but I can make those small changes. For instance, if my, if my, one of my resolutions was to start a business this year, it could help me get to that big goal of becoming a millionaire at some point in my life, you know, depending on how much I dedicate to it and all this. So it's certainly, you know, you really want to be realistic when setting these things. Because it's really important, like I said, just so you can help measure kind of where you're going and what exactly you're doing 
to help get you there. Now, I, I've told you folks that it's 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 you know you, you gotta you gotta figure out who exactly you're doing this for. You have to figure out what exactly you're trying to accomplish, when you can start this, you know, and, and how often you can act on it. Is this something realistic? Something you can actually measure? And after you figure those things out, it's really important to ask yourself, what are you exactly giving up to do this? You know, what, what, what are you changing about yourself to get to this resolution? Because you really need to understand something, folks. When you're making a decision to break an old habit or to develop a new one, if you aren't aware of kind of what you have to put on the table to play, it's really hard to stand behind it and, and to back it up when things get hard. You know, like I said, when you figure out who you're doing it for, say, you know, you want to get in shape for your significant other, and you realize that you're giving up time you're spending with them because you're dedicating more time at the gym to work out, you're losing that time with them. Are you ready to sacrifice that to get in better shape for them? And I'm not saying you should. I'm not somebody who body shames people. I don't, I'm not trying to set a standard out there that everybody should be in good shape or whatever. You know, if you feel comfortable in your own body, more power to you. And then that's how it should be, regardless of what you look like. But I'm just saying that, you know, these things are decisions that we make we need to reflect on to decide whether or not the cost is worth it. Um, you know, I, I, I used to try to work out five days a week and go to Kung Fu five days a week right after work. And it was really hard because I lost a lot of connections with people. I was dedicating my free time to something that I was doing just to be more active. But then I realized that I'm just as satisfied if I'm working out three days a week and doing Kung Fu three days a week. And I have two days to do something that I really want to do with people and, and, you know, with friends. So, you know, it's, it's important to kind of find that balance, realizing what it costs. You can get prepared when the new year does start of what exactly you're going to have to do and what exactly you're going to have to give up to be on top of this resolution. You know, you know what I mean? What essentially you're, you're losing or if your your resolution is to stop smoking, do you smoke on a daily basis? Do you smoke on a weekly basis? You know, it's, Realizing, like I said, when you can start and what this is going to cost you and how fast. Um, you know, I love the people that say, I'm going to take a take a year off of drinking or, or take a month off of drinking. And then they're drinking, drinking, drinking the night before, wake up hungover and, and hate their lives in the morning. And then they're just like, yeah, that wasn't too bad. I'll do it again. You know, they, they lose sense of this, um, that, that reality that like, oh, I don't need to act on this immediately. I have the entire year to do it. You do need to act on it immediately. And that's why it's important to figure out what it is going to cost you to do that. You know, so once you figure out, uh, like I said, who you're doing it for, what do you want exactly? When you can start this, is this something realistic and, and what does it cost you? What are essentially are you giving up for it? You want to make sure to ask yourself, how exactly are you going to keep yourself accountable for this? You know, it's one of those things, and, and like I said, next episode we'll focus more on the kind of staying on top of these things and actually fulfilling them, but how do you plan on self-checking yourself to make sure you're on top of it? Are you going to write this down? Are you going to just tell everybody around you to help hold you accountable for it? Which isn't a bad idea. You know, a lot of people like to keep resolutions personal, but in my opinion, if you're, you know, in a close friend group, people that you see often... It isn't a bad thing to share with them so they can help remind you of why exactly you made those decisions and maybe, you know, talk to you about why it 
should be that extreme or not that extreme or something you should consider or not consider. Um, you know, because essentially once you set yourself up with an accountability standard, you're going to be more inclined to fulfill the resolution that you gave yourself. Obviously, are you going to write it on your bedroom door on the door and list it saying clean your room more often? I'm only saying that because I literally have a piece of paper on my door that says clean your room more often. That was one of my resolutions. And it did help me, you know, on a Saturday morning when I'm waking up and I have nothing to do. I'm like, hey, I should maybe clean my room a little bit, tidy it up a bit and, and get it looking to, to a presentable standard. Just, you know, something small that helps me remind myself of why I'm doing that. Um, you know, and like I said, towards the towards the end of this episode, I'll kind of tell you folks what some of my old you know resolutions were for this past year and what what I'm doing you know now that that helped me fulfill those um you know just and you know how successful I've been in fulfilling them just so you can kind of get an idea of what I did myself on a daily basis to to be on top of that stuff and and get fulfilled with these things um you know I also just want to get get something across here folks I, I'm not trying to tell you that there is a right or wrong resolution. I'm not trying to tell you that these questions that I pose, and I'll go over them again for you. Um, these questions that I post for you are going to be your, you know, end all be all regarding resolutions. But I'm just trying to open you up for thinking about what exactly it is that you are making a change for. And then helping you put steps in place to succeed at keeping that decision because there's nothing more empowering than when you can go you know an entire year and say hey i actually stuck by what i said i was gonna do you know it makes you makes you just feel more empowered and it makes you feel better about yourself whether it's you know something small or something big um you know I'm, I'm, i'm not trying to be out here and tell you that hey you can't do this or you can't do that or that is a good one that isn't one i'm just trying to let you know that there is a way to set yourself up for success no matter what your decision is, as long as it's realistic, that you can get there and you can fulfill it. Um, so, you know, I, I just want to put that across here before I kind of go over again what the questions were for you. So you can write them down, think about them, digest them a little bit. You know, whether you're in the car, at home, you know, at the gym, wherever you may be, just let them run through and try to understand them in the sense that how is this going to apply for myself and what can I gain from this? Um, so question number one, who are you doing it for yourself, your significant other, your friends, your family, your boss, your coworkers, whatever it may be, who are you making this decision for? It's going to help keep you more accountable and kind of put that self check in place. Are you ready to disappoint the person you're doing it for? If you give up or, you know, if you drop this resolution, what exactly do you want to accomplish? You do not want to start too broad. You want to lose weight? How much weight exactly? You want to work out more? How much more frequently? You want to stop smoking? Hopefully, you know, that's pretty straightforward. You want to drink less. What does drinking less mean? Are you only drinking on the weekends now? Are you only drinking on Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Are you only drinking on Tuesday, Thursday? Whatever it may be, you want to give yourself kind of that that scope of where you're going to fall so you can keep track of it. Then, when can you start? And how often are you changing your habits to get and fulfill this resolution? Uh, That's an important one. Because like I said, if you're trying to be a better person, if you're trying to drink less, if you're trying to work out more, what does that mean? How frequently are you doing that? What are you changing 
about yourself that lets you fulfill that resolution. You know, or, or if you're if you're drinking less and you're only drinking on the weekends, I, I I believe you know. Don't quote me on it. I think New Year falls on a Wednesday. Does that mean no, no drinking until Saturday again? Or you, you know, setting yourself up for that pace, or even giving giving yourself a start date. Essentially, I'm going to start this on January seventh, even if it isn't the first of the year. You know, if you want to kind of get adjusted to it, if you need that. But I personally don't see any sense in that. But if if you do, you know, you take that time and give yourself a start date for doing it. So after you figure out who you're doing it for, what exactly you're trying to accomplish, when you can start it, figure out, is this something realistic? Like I said, I gave you the example of, a, of, of becoming a millionaire in a year. Realistically looking at it, yes, I'd like to say, hey, I could do that. No, you know, my current job doesn't pay me enough to be a millionaire in a year. Um, I'm not doing anything. You know, I don't have my own business. I'm not trying to get anywhere that'll make me a millionaire within a year. I'm not doing anything on a, on a daily basis to get there or a weekly basis even, you know, like I said with this podcast, I wasn't doing this to get rich and famous. If I get there because of it, great, but that isn't the goal of this. I'm trying to help you, you know, help you folks get somewhere with your lives and, and see the positivity around you and whatnot. But is this something realistic, something you can do in a year? I can't become a millionaire in a year, but what I can do is I can start a business. I can start doing something with myself that'll help get me there, say in 10, 15 years or in five, depending on what exactly I'm doing. So I, I hope you folks understand the difference between that. You know, you, you can't go out into this year and be like, you know, I'm trying to not have a single carb this entire year. Let's say if you're trying to watch what you eat, that's extremely unrealistic. I mean, yes, you can do it. Yes, there is a possibility that, that you can, but how hard is that going to be on yourself? Which brings me to my next question. What is the cost? What are you giving up? What are you doing to, you know, essentially getting rid of to help do this resolution? For instance, using that carb example, can you imagine going a year without having it? I don't even know if that's healthy to do for a year. You know, it, you gotta, you gotta really be aware of what exactly you're doing and what exactly it's going to cost you to do this so that when you start it, you're aware of all of these things without anything coming out, you know, from, from the back and, and hitting you in the head and making you realize, oh, this was too big. I bit off more than I can chew. I can't even do this in a year. Let me just drop it. Because don't forget that, you know, 40 to 45% of adults in the United States make a resolution each year. But within 14 days, second week of January, 25% of those people abandon their resolutions. And I promise you what happens is the fact that they just realize that they aren't able to do whatever it is they set out to do and just give up. And we're not going to do that here at Benny's with Benny. You know, we're, we're going to think positively. And I know that when we set these resolutions, we can do them. You know, my listeners are going to hold me accountable and, and I'll hold you folks accountable. I'll, I'll ask about it every, every other episode, see what's going on. I'll post on my IG a lot more, um, hint, hint, uh, some more of my new year's resolutions. there. uh, being more active with my IG page, uh, spoiler alert, I guess. But, um, you know, I, I want to be in touch with this because I, I want to see us be better than that that 25% number because we can be and we, we, we can do something great with this. And then the last question, folks, when you figure out who you're doing it for, what exactly do you want, when you can start, is this something realistic, what does it cost, how are you holding yourself accountable, how and what are you doing to make sure you are fulfilling this resolution? I'm going to give you tips and tricks on the next episode next week. I'll make a list of probably 10 to 15 tips and tricks that I'll give you um, with what you can do 
to be more successful in holding out and fulfilling your resolution. Why? Because you want to set yourself up for success as best as you can. How are you going to hold yourself accountable? Earlier in the podcast, I said, I put a sticky note on my door, clean my room more often. Guess what I did a lot this year? My room was a lot more clean than it was, you know, normally. The way I measured that was how frequently I would have to iron my clothing. How frequently I would have to, you know, do laundry. I put, I set up this timeline so I could be in track of what exactly I'm doing on a weekly basis. You know, I gave myself a, a goal of at least to like really do a good clean once every two weeks. And I, and I did that. I did that. You know, I, I was making sure that there's no clothing on the ground. I was making sure that my bearded dragon spike was taken care of and his cage was clean. You know, I cleaned that whenever I see it's a mess. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to make sure that I was on top of these things, setting myself up for success. And all that it took was for me to put a sticky note that said, clean your room more often on my bedroom door. So every time I'd wake up in the morning, every time it would be whatever... I turn around and I see that sticky note that says clean your room. And I know that, hey, this is a resolution I set out to do. You know, it's an accountability method, folks. And, you know, I I also said, you know, some folks prefer to keep them private. I don't. I'm not I'm not ashamed of of trying to, you know, make changes in my life to be a better person. It's not nothing to be ashamed of. If you want to work out more, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to eat healthier, if you're trying to smoke less, if you're trying to drink less, if you're trying to cuss less, whatever it may be. It's not a shame, you know, it's not embarrassing to, to let the people closest around you, people that are going to see you on a, on a daily basis, know kind of what your resolutions are so they can help get you there. You know, help be that kind of push that, you know, say if your resolution is to stop smoking and you're like, oh, I'm going to go take a smoke break for them to be like, hey, isn't your resolution to stop smoking? You know, maybe you shouldn't do that. Stop and think. Or if you're trying to eat healthier, maybe they won't invite you to go to, to you know, a pizza party with them or, or, or Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever it may be. Although Buffalo Wild Wings is good food. But if you're trying to eat healthy, you know, it's, it's probably not, not the healthiest option to go out and eat. But they do have plenty of healthy options, you know, that, that you can substitute and play around with to, I guess, eat a somewhat healthy meal um, there. You know, but it, that, like I was saying, you really want to set yourself up for success with this and finding that accountability method. So we are we are rounding out here to the to that half hour mark. I, I really do like to keep my episodes around that 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 time length. I do appreciate you folks tuning in, and I hope that the questions that I gave you, there were six of them, you know, help kind of frame what exactly your resolution should be this year, and kind of how to set yourself up for success in regards to deciding which ones you know which ones you're going to stick to and which ones you are going to come up with. Um, ultimately. You know, going over the questions another quick time, who you're doing it for, what do you, what exactly do you want to accomplish, when you can start it, is this something realistic, what does it cost you, and how are you going to hold yourself accountable? Really, really simple, easy kind of method to just think about and digest for these next two weeks before New Year's, so you can really, you know, get in that mindset of, I'm going to do what I can to be there. I'm going to do what I can to set myself up for success. We have about, you know, two and a half minutes left, so I just want to go ahead and, and, like I promised, share some of my New Year's resolutions that I set this year that I, I think I did a pretty good job of following. Um, I did want to eat healthier this year, so I have stopped drinking as much soda as I did. I gave myself a, a timeline of only drinking soda on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and I've stuck to that. Um, you know, of course, there's been days or, or weeks where I'll break that if it's somebody's birthday, you know, I'll, I'll have a cup. But I, I did a really good job. Instead of drinking it every day, I kept myself to that three-day time frame of drinking soda then. 
Another New Year's resolution was I wanted to commit to my previous, you know, my <laughs> previous girlfriend, not previous girlfriend, my current fiance who was previously my girlfriend. So I wanted to propose to her. It was something that I wanted to do. And, and I gave myself a timeline of when I was going to propose, where I was going to be, how we were going to get there and, and all of this so that I can make this come, you know, come alive and I can fulfill that resolution. And, you know, I completed it in July, you know, that that's, that's when I popped the question, uh, the month, um, you know, so I was able to cross that off as well, because I took these steps, I saved some money on the side to be able to buy the ring, I, you know, planned all of this out, communicated with everybody that I wanted involved, so that when it came time to do it, I was able to. I told you folks about cleaning my room. I did that as well. I kept it clean a lot more frequently than I wanted to. One resolution, you know, I, I wasn't great at everyone, but one resolution that I really wanted to to fulfill, but I didn't, was lose some weight and get it in a little bit better shape. But I didn't, and I don't hate myself for it, but I just didn't set myself up for success. You know, I told you guys earlier in the episode about the Kung Fu in the gym, I wasn't aware of what exactly it was going to cost me, so I ramped it up doing it five days a week. And then I got to the point where I'm just like, nope, I can't even do this three days a week because I should be spending my time elsewhere. And, you know, hopefully when you folks tune in next week to, to hear kind of what, what steps we can take and me and myself included, um, you know, what we can take to, to, to fulfill these resolutions will be okay. And, and we'll be set up for success for this coming year. Uh, we are wrapping up here. So I just wanted to, again, thank you folks so much for tuning in here with Benny's with Benny. I really do appreciate it. I hope you learned something interesting here. I uh, hope you gained something from it. Tell your friends about it. Set yourself up for success because that's all we preach here, positivity and success. You have the power to change your life, so go out there and change it for the better. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. And tune in next week, like I said, for some steps, uh, You know, 10 to 15 steps here. We'll, we'll come up with a number of what you can do to uh, be more accountable and actually fulfill your, fulfill your New Year's resolutions. I hope you folks have a wonderful holiday season and take care.